Amen. Go ahead and be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. You're so good, so good. We give you glory, Lord. We worship you. We give you glory, Lord. We worship you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, for working in us tonight. Hallelujah. There's a stirring going on. Some of you can recognize it right inside right now. There's a, you can tell right down in your spirit. There's a stirring going on. It's the Lord stirring things up in your life. Have you ever had someone else stir something up in you? That's not as good. But when God stirs things up in you, oh, it's good. You, 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 you like that. You, you, you want to be stirred by him. Some people say, why would the Lord do that? Well, different reasons. But one is because uh, you're too still spiritually. You're not enough spiritual activity. Sometimes it's a fire that's gone down uh, and it needs to be stirred up again. Amen? Yeah, kind of like, you know, uh, the, you know, the scripture says, uh, stir up the gift of God in you, First Timothy. And uh, the, the idea, the picture there is like a, like if you have a fire in your fireplace or a campfire or something, it's, it's gone down and it's just, you see the embers there and it's still hot underneath, but there's no flame. What, what do you do? You get that little poker out and you kind of move things around, right? Maybe blow on it a little bit. And what, what happens when you do that? All of a sudden, you get that flame back, right? And uh, how many know that's true in our spiritual lives sometimes? If it's gone down, what do you need? Poke, 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 poke. And the Spirit of God starts, whew, he's likened unto wind and stuff, right? And, uh, and the Spirit of God will move in your life, and the flame comes back. Whew. And isn't life better when there's a flame? When you're serving God not just out of discipline, but out of desire, not just I'm committed, but I want to as well. Yeah, that's the better way. That's the more excellent way to serve the Lord and to walk with Him. Praise God. And, and some, uh, I, and I say this, I, I, I perceive on the inside, uh, there are some, um, some things that you're not doing presently um, and you, you can judge this in yourself because, hey, unless I point you out, you have to point yourself out and acknowledge inwardly before the Lord some things you are not doing that the Lord wants you to do. All right? I'm not talking about you're doing something horrible. I'm talking about there's some things in his plan for your life that you're not doing. If while I say that, you already know what it is, then, then that's, you know, end of the message. Beep. If I'm saying that and there's like a, man, I think that is, man, that is me, but I, I'm not sure what it is. Well, at least you're on the right path because it, it starts by acknowledging, hmm, I believe the Lord is doing that in me. I'm not saying that's for 100, 100% of the people. Some are doing exactly what you're supposed to do. What should you do? Keep going. <laughs> Keep doing it, you know. Uh, but there's times when uh, it may be because we've let it lapse. That's possible. 
Or it might be because there's just a, a time and you've come into an intersection in God's ultimate plan for your life. You come to an intersection and now is when he wants you to activate that. Now is when he wants you to step into it. Yeah? Both of those could be true. If you've let it die, you probably know that, right? But a service like this will stir it up again. <laughs> there it is. And, uh, and sometimes you're cruising along, everything's fine, and, you say, and all of a sudden the Lord drops something in you, and it's something, could be different, or just something else that He wants you to do, wants to add to you, wants to uh, put on your plate, so to speak, yeah? And that's, what's, and that's one of the things that's happening right here, right now. Isn't this cool? I like this. I like it. Well, I, say, well, I just like it when, 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 when God is speaking and moving. And, he, and he's confirming some with this with some of you. Here. And if I were to have, uh, have you stand up, because it might not be something you want to share, but you could. You could already share it. You could already say, yeah, that was me. And uh, here's what it is. But I'm not going to do that necessarily uh, unless I want to. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes we just call people out. <laughs> and uh, praise God. Uh, you got a couple minutes? Anybody got a couple minutes so I can show you a verse? I just have one. There's one. Uh, what? If all it takes is one. And uh, let me just, it just, just along this flow, um, it is uh, uh, Psalm, yeah, Psalm, um, what Psalm is it? 127. The other Psalms. I was looking at the back of the book. Psalm 127. And, and, and notice there, you might have that verse highlighted. Don't, do you have that highlighted? If, if not, hurry up. Highlight verse 1. Put a star by it or something, a circle. Put your initials in there. This one's for me. 127 verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. And it goes on to say, unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Think about that first part. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. All right, think about that now. Labor, what's that? That's work. All right. Is it possible to work even for God, we might say, labor, and it, 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 in, in the big picture, at the end, when it's all done, it will not count for anything. Yeah. You know what that's called? Uh, uh, that's called us following our own plan for our lives. That's called, I want to do this, and so I'm going to do this. Or it's called someone else I know, uh, my spouse, my friend, my mom. They want me to do this, so I'm going to do this. Yeah? And sometimes those pressures are very real, but many people end up doing in their life what they want to do, what someone else thinks they ought to do, and the Lord is not in it. Sometimes they work real hard at it, and so they might be praised by others for their hard work, their diligence, their, you know, their commitment. And say, man, you are so committed to what you're doing. You have worked hard. You've, you know, 
You've stayed up late and gotten up early and you have worked like, man, you deserve success like most people don't because you work so hard. Could it be the Lord has an entirely different perspective on what you're doing? If any of that, if ever that, that kind of stuff, go, you go like, ooh, I do that too. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to get done with the end of this and say, and stand before the Lord ready to put that gold medal around my neck, you know, a couple of crowns, you know, some really good eternal rewards. <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah, you don't actually get anything. Glad you're here and everything, but uh, you got saved. But everything else you did, uh, I didn't want you to do that. You did that because you wanted to do that. You did that because your wife told you you should do that. You, your, 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 you know, you did that because, you know, the finances were low. And so you just decided, well, I have to do this because I got to bring home the bacon. Or whatever the reason was. Different pressures of different kinds or just something you liked. Or you saw that in someone else and it, they did it really well. And I did call them to do it. And so you tried to do the same thing. And I didn't call you to do that. I had a different plan for your life. But uh, uh, anyway, welcome. Glad you're here. Next. <laughs> well, apparently it's possible for someone to build, for someone to labor, and it not be what God intended. It not be what he had in mind. All right? And, uh, and sometimes we do that and we know. It's just we know the whole time we're doing it. Some people know it for years. Uh, it's like, it's like a, a Christian who lives um, in, you know, a sinful lifestyle. I mean, no, they're, they're, they're miserable. Even if they put a smile on their face. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Liar. Really, I mean, because most of us have been there at certain times. We've done things. We've been doing the wrong thing. And on the inside, no matter what your, your head tries to talk you into, you know right in, right in there. You know what I'm talking about? Right in your gut. Or as the scripture says, in your belly. In the innermost being, you know, this is not right. I shouldn't be doing this. And there's an, there's an inward lack of happiness and, and fulfillment. It's there. And so sometimes in following our own plan and doing our own thing, we carry that around. Some have carried that around for years. <laughs> it's been with them for years. It's like, ah, I'm not doing the right thing. Ah, I'm not doing. And what happens is if you carry that around long enough, it becomes a serious weight in your life. It will drag your emotions down. It'll, it'll sap your strength. Your prayer life will be weak. You do that long enough, and I tell you, there's, you're going to come to a tipping point. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I remember, well, I don't know. I didn't want to tell you personal stories, but especially one I've never told before. <laughs> You going to keep it between us? But I remember, I won't give you all the details because I still got to be the pastor. <laughs> many, actually, many, many years ago, before I was pastoring and all that stuff. But uh, um, I, I'm, I had some things that I was uh, doing that I'm not talking about sinful stuff, unless sometimes when you know the Lord's dealing with you and. You got some questions, and I guess you could put it in the sinful category, because <laughs> once the light turns on and you're still going the wrong way, that becomes, you know to do good and you're not doing it. And, uh, 
and I'd been carrying stuff, and I didn't, I, I didn't fully acknowledge it or f- wasn't fully aware, but you know how you're not aware, but you, you still are at the same time? And, and, and I'm in a service, and uh, I'm not preaching, you know. I'm, I'm just in a service like this, and, and at one point, the, there, I don't even remember what it was for, but uh, the, the person ministering invited different people to come down around the front, and I don't remember for. <laughs> it, well, I know it wasn't like healing or something like that, but somehow go down there for something. <laughs> wasn't salvation i was saved and you know it wasn't like i'm in some kind of serious sinful lifestyle but there was something there and what happened is i don't know i just knew i was i should have gone i should go i just knew i should go down there and what happened next was something i didn't expect in a in a hundred years uh i went down there other people went down there i went down there and hit like a step like this and went down there to and went down there to pray and I broke out bawling like a baby. And my head's going, what are you doing? <laughs> I was I mean, honestly, people didn't care. We were in church. But I was I was a little bit self conscious, thinking, Holy smokes, but it was just so strong. It was just like something had been weighing on me and building and building and building. And thank God in the presence of the Lord, these things can come off. And, I, and when I went, you know, back to my back to my seat and you know trying to clean it up and <laughs> and uh, back, to, you know, it was just such such freedom. I didn't even honestly, I couldn't articulate or didn't fully know that I was bound up. But it was just following that leading of the Spirit. And I went and I acted on it and kaboom. I tell you, the Lord will help us in times like these. And if there has been things in your life that need to be broken off or changed or, or it's just a weight, I don't know that it's going to manifest like that. But I tell you, when we're going the wrong way or we're not doing the right thing or the Lord wants us to do something and we're not doing it and, uh, and we're kind of pushing back against it, um, it is going to build up on you. It is, and I don't mean he's not going to be there to help you out of it, but it is going to build up, and I think there's, you know, as soon as you know about it, you change it. Amen. Praise God. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. I want to make sure the Lord's building my house. I mean, my life is a result of his plan. His will, His purpose, His divine destiny. You know, He's got one for all of us. This is not just a preacher verse. You know, some are called to preach and then there's the rest of us. Well, how many know most of the body of Christ is not called to fivefold ministry? He's got a plan for everyone's life. And I guess one of the things we can do uh, and it would be helpful for all of us is to simply ask. So how, how do I know? How do I know if, if I'm doing my own plan or his plan? Ask him. In a serious, heartfelt, committed, meaning, meaning, here's what I mean by that, open to left or right, open to yes or no, open to go or stay, open to jump or sit, you know. <laughs> when we go to him, we say, Lord, are you, are you building this? Is my life the result of something you're building? Am I doing my own thing? I don't want to live my whole life in vain. 
scrape into heaven by the skin of my teeth. And if you wonder about that, heaven's heaven, you know that, but there are rewards. And there will be reward and loss for the, for the believer. And so I don't, I don't want that. And so uh, do you ever ask him? I mean, I think it, it, it would be appropriate at times. Um, even if you're, you know, you're not knowingly rejecting anything he wants you to do or don't know about it, I think it'd be good to check in once in a while. Meaning this. Father, I'm still doing this. This is how I'm living my life. This is where I work. And this is where I, uh, this is my family. This is what I do. And this is where I go on vacation. And this is what I do with my money. And is there anything you want me to do that I'm not doing? And he might say, you're, no, you're good. You know, or he might just give you a witness on the inside. Keep it up. But if we're asking, at least we're putting ourselves in a position. Have you ever noticed that the Holy Spirit is a gentleman? He's not driving. He's not forcing. And I really think that sometimes he doesn't say something to us because we never asked him. There's a thought. Well, I just figured if the Lord didn't want me to do it, he'd tell me. What if that's not correct? What if we need to check in? Say, is this right? My good, should I keep going? Let me know. I'm asking, I'm open. My heart's open, my eyes are open, my ears are open. So I can see, I can change, adjust course if I need to. If not, I'm going to keep going. Amen. But it, I think it's important to have that, that heart of humility where we pay attention. We know this in connection to, uh, well, I know this, I think from a minister's standpoint, uh, when it comes to a church service, um, we do services obviously like this that are just kind of wide open. Uh, but even even in other services, I uh, Sundays and different things, even in our Bible college, everything, I always try to maintain an openness to a leading that may be out of the plan. How I many know not all not all church services on the planet are like that these days? In fact, probably the vast majority of them are, we have a plan to do this, 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 and nothing is going to interrupt that plan. I mean, God himself, if the, you know, like uh, uh, Brother Hagin used to say, if the Holy Spirit came running in with a red hat, you know, a sign that said Holy Spirit, people would say, who's that? <laughs> In other words, they wouldn't recognize it. Unfortunately, a lot of times in ministry, people, they have their agenda, they have their plan. This is how we do church. Boom, 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 boom. And nothing could ever interrupt that, that agenda. See, that's not a good place to be. That the Lord can't move us or do things that we didn't have planned out as the perfect service. Okay? Now, we can acknowledge that, and it's easy to say amen, especially if you're not a preacher. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> uh, but the same thing would be true in our own lives. All right. In other words, people are often encouraged to have a plan. And again, that's not wrong to have a plan. You know, I'm going to do this, and here's my five-year plan, and here's my financial plan, and I'm going to work at this company, and I'm going to retire at this age, and then I'm going to do this. And people, and I'm not saying you can't have some kind of a plan like that, but can the Lord interrupt it? And here's what I mean by that. I don't mean the Lord interrupt it by something blows up, and you say, well, I guess I just have to trust the Lord. That's not what I mean. 
When I say, and I don't know if I said this, but it was in my heart to say this, trust his plan. Believe in God's plan. When I make a statement like that, I don't mean just whatever happens in life that you should just step back and say, well, Lord, I'm trusting in you because this is obvious. You're obviously your plan. No, 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 no. That's a passive position. That's, that's a, a wrong belief system, a wrong, a bad doctrine that, that causes people to not resist the devil because sometimes things that happen to us are running crosswise to God's plan. They're trying to interrupt God's plan. And if we're led by stuff that happens, then we're going to say, well, wow, I didn't expect that. I'll just trust the Lord. No, 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 no. You get the plan. You get it in prayer. You get it on the inside. And then when that thing comes, you say, oh, no, you don't, Mr. Devil. I resist that. I'm staying on the path. Amen. And so... uh, the Lord does have a plan. Did I tell you I had one verse? Does anyone have one I can borrow? You, can I borrow yours? Okay, good. Romans 12. Oh, it was. See, we each get one verse. Romans You know what that is? Chapter 12. Have you ever met someone who always gets their way? (laughs) You ever met someone else's kid who always got their way? (laughs) I mean, no, they're not fun to be around. I mean, sometimes some people take, uh, they actually take pride in the fact that I'm going to get whatever I want. I'm going to manipulate, whether they use that word or not, I'm going to manipulate people, I'm going to move things, and I'm going to end up getting what I want. Uh, that's not healthy. And that is not conducive to a good relationship with God. Because how many recognize that one of the defining characteristics of a Christian or a child of God is someone that went to him and said, I'm going to make you the boss. That's what Lord means. We don't use that word in our, in our society except for, you know, in church. Jesus is Lord. He's the boss man. He's calling the shots. And if I am conditioned or I've been brought up where, where my, you know, I could, you know, the little kid who went in, in the grocery store and wanted the candy bar, mom said no. And so they threw themselves out on the ground. I want it. I want it. And they screamed and until mom said, okay. You met that kid before? You met that kid when he's grown up? <laughs> what? You married that person? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, not good. Uh, well, there's hope. There's mercy. Uh, I'm just saying, if we have that mentality, or I'm always going to get what I want, th- you're, you're going to build your house, and you're going you're gonna to have it no other way. You're going to work and labor away, and you're going to do your thing, and the Lord is going to interrupt you, and you're going to say, you're not going to yield to him. I mean, no, yielding to the Lord is very important. Being pliable, movable, changeable, alterable, yeah. I need to have a heart that can be moved by him. 
Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Okay, I read the wrong verse. I'm not going to count that one. It's verse 2. It's verse 2. I'm going to use your verse too. Verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, now think about this. I, I know there's some different views on that last phrase, good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Some would, some would uh, describe that as all being um, descriptive of one thing. Whereas others see it that there is the good will of God, there's the, there's, what's the second one? Acceptable will of God, and then there's the perfect will of God, and of course we should all go for the perfect will of God. Uh, but I want you to consider that possibility, that concept, that there is the will of God, we'll just say it that way, and then there's the perfect will of God. And here's why I say that. Um, not only have I observed it, but I believe in God's mercy. Um, but I've seen people totally make the wrong decision. And yet, the Lord doesn't leave them. He still blesses them. Meaning, they shouldn't have left that church. But they did. But He didn't leave them. Meaning, they shouldn't have moved to the different state. They missed it. They made the wrong call. Yet, the Lord didn't leave them. But what is happening? Well, they're sometimes sacrificing God's best. And God in His mercy, He will bless us as much as He can, whenever He can. We're His kids. Come on, how many know if your kids make some wrong decisions, if you have kids or if they're grown up, your kids make some wrong decisions, you're not cutting them off. You're still, you're going to do whatever is possible. You want them to be... Well, it's not the greatest, but can we still have somewhat of a relationship? You know, can it be a little bit? We're always looking to do what we can. I believe the Lord is that way. If we make wrong decisions, you're not cut off from the family. You're not cut off from his voice. You're not cut off from his blessing. But you might be a little bit. Meaning, obviously, he can't give a full blessing to disobedience. Right? Obviously, if he wanted me to go right, he, it's because he has in this pathway set up certain people and opportunities and provision and relationships, right? This is his house. And so that would be the best plan for my life if I would go that way. If I go the other way, I'm still saved, you know, I can still have a prayer life. It's just he didn't set all those things up for me over here. So he'll bless me to whatever degree he can. Obviously, you know what our exhortation is here tonight and what the Lord would have us to do. It's don't settle for that. Let's not be okay with that. Let's say the Lord's plan, all of his plan in my life every day. That's what I want. That's what I'm committed to. And again... If we're going the wrong way, I think he'll, he, he, he tells us, but I think it's just wisdom, respectful to him, to check in once in a while. Say, Lord, anything else you want me to do? Or have I been doing something that you never wanted me to do, and I'm tired and worn out and, and 
defeated because really I'm not operating in your highest blessing. I'm just running on E or W as they say. You know, walk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been living my life on W <laughs> because is, is that what's going on? And I don't know the answer, but he knows the answer. And he has a vested interest in you and I being right in the smack dab in the middle of his will. Amen. That's where the greatest joy is. That's where the greatest peace is. That's where, that's where the, the provision is. That's where you run into promotions and increases in life. And he'll elevate you and promote you and exalt you. Because this is a humble path. It's, it's, it's submitted. It's a humble submitted path. Submitted to his will. Amen. Father, thank you for working in our lives today. Thank you for working in our hearts. We, we honor you. We bless your name. We thank you for working in us. We thank you for working through us. Take a moment now. We're just going to take the last minute here. Take a moment and ask him from deep down within. Maybe you already know and you don't need to ask. But maybe it would be good practice just to say, Lord, is there anything else? Anything else you want me to do? Anything I need to be aware of that I don't, I don't know right now? Or anything I'm not doing that you want me to do? Father, we seek your face. We call upon your name. You answer us show us great and mighty things that we don't do not know we thank you for your holy spirit living in us quickening to us making us aware of your great plan of your great purpose for our lives making the pathway clear so we can walk in it pray in the spirit go ahead just real quiet there where where you are back once again bringing things back oh thank you Lord <laughs> thank you for reviving those dreams reviving because they were of you the dream was of you the dream was of you and it was revived again visions and dreams direction from you Blessed be your name, O oh God. Thank you for 
perfect will of God, the perfect plan of God, that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Thank you for working in lives today. We believe in you, Father. We believe in your plan. Your plan is better than our plan. Your plan is the best plan. It's divine in origin. It is divinely provided for. Hallelujah. It is divinely blessed, inherently blessed, your plan. So we give ourselves fully over to you, fully to your plan. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, God is good. Amen. Let's all stand. Anybody get anything out of church tonight? Glad you came. I'm glad I came too. Amen, amen. Well, be blessed tonight. The Spirit of God is still moving. Hovering over your life. Ready to be activated by words of faith. Amen. Blessings on you. We will see you on Sunday.